Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to our very special second episode of the Fight Like a Girl podcast. With me again is the lovely Rav and Bianca. Hi, girls. Hi. Hey, How guys. are you? Good. How is everyone this week? Good. Lockdown good. Getting there. Getting there. Bianca, you're pretty quiet. <laughs> I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here with you guys for our second official episode blessed to be a part of this crew oh likewise likewise tell us a little bit about where you're recording from today because I know our lovely listeners have no visual of what we're currently doing but we should probably paint them a little picture of what everyone's doing right now yeah absolutely um I am sitting in Rav's bedroom with pillows around me Rav is currently in her kitchen with a sheet over her head (laughs) and Ella is at her home and she also has a sheet over her head too. It's very hot under here. It's very, very hot. But look, you've got to do what you've got to do to get the podcast done from home, don't you? Yeah, I just really hope that this shit is over before summer because I'm not doing this in summer. No, I love you guys all listening, but absolutely not. I'm not doing this in summer. I feel like I'm the lucky one here. I'm in Rav's room. Yeah. How did you uh, score that? Like kicked Rav out of her own room. I'm living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, let's uh, kick off our glass half empty, glass half full segment for the week. Rav, what's your glass half empty moment for this week? Oh, well, I'm going to try and stop with the lockdown chat after this week. I'm, I'm still going to say my low light of the week has got to be in terms of our lockdown it's going to be going for another four weeks and because of that unfortunately I had a birthday dinner planned for this weekend as you both know and that's gone down the toilet so yeah that's pretty shitty no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) for sure well 
um i'm sorry rav we were all supposed to be at your birthday as well but uh look we'll just celebrate twice as hard once we get out of here and uh what's your highlight for the week so my highlight has actually been the introduction of a bubble buddy and my bubble buddy is bianca which is why she's in my bedroom right now (laughs) (laughs) so cute guys that's really cute because you like you live in the same lga so you can and you both live alone so everything above board here guys but uh no i'm glad that you you two can sort of be each other's quote support person (laughs) in this time i do feel sorry for the people that live on their own because pretty fucked like everyone else gets to like have fun and play board games with someone and you guys are you know on your own so I'm glad not to be like getting out the violins or anything but um, I'm just laughing because I've got a visual of what we did the first night we were together it was hilarious so I had Rav's birthday present delivered to my house but it was delayed so it was delivered and then I called Rav and I was like I'm coming over bubble buddy I've got your birthday presents hang on you're you're missing how many times you called me okay I did call Rav an excessive amount of times I thought someone was dying I was like what the fuck is going on like no one would call me eight times in a row what else are you doing we're in lockdown you should answer my call within the first two rings this is why I'm single (laughs) (laughs) so i come over burst into rav's house give her her present she absolutely loves it i am obsessed with daniel ricardo and bianca bless her has gotten me a figurine of daniel ricardo life-sized or oh sorry figurine figurine my apologies like i wish he was life-size actually that could be slightly problematic so maybe not we'll get you a blow up doll Oh, no. <laughs> so what are you doing with this small version of Daniel Ricardo? dare I ask? He's just going to sit on my desk and just hype me up throughout the workday, I reckon. Love it. Anyway, we, we forgot to talk about what, we're, what we actually did after that. So she delivered my present. Yep, delivered the present. And then we're sitting on the couch watching the Olympics and I turned to Rev very seriously. Do you know how to twerk? And she goes, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I don't know how to do it. Can you teach me? So I bend over and Rav's like, show me what you think it is so I can I can fix your movements. So I bend over and my back is moving back and forward, back and forward, back and forward. And she's like, you're moving your back, not your butt. <laughs> she was thrusting. I... I just can't dance and any of my friends will know that. So I, d- I beg to differ. So I, I benefited from two videos from both of you uh, shortly <laughs> after that little um, practice run. And I've got to say your twerking was pretty impressive, Be Like not to shit on yours, Rav, but there was a lot more like. Wait, are you saying mine wasn't good? I'm just for some like I just feel like Bianca kind of really moved her butt a lot more. Like wow, was, yeah, not wow. not that yours was bad, but just yeah. So I just feel like B needs to give herself a little bit more credit. She's got it going on. Oh, thanks, Ella. And look, it's better than my attempt. I looked like I was having a fit. So your butt looks great. I enjoyed that. Rav is a great teacher. That's what I learned, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I do know how to twerk. If any of you don't know how message rev rev's your gal just slide on into the dms i'll send you a tutorial (laughs) b what has been your glass half empty moment for the week so mine would be obviously we're in lockdown so i've had more time to read which is something that i actually enjoy but i've been reading into men's versus women pay gap particularly Mm. in sport yeah 
and seeing how much of a difference I mean I'm looking into basketball but you know looking into soccer cricket any kind of sport yeah there's a a significant pay gap between men's and women's sport oh it's absolutely crazy yeah and and what about your highlight Bianca my highlight would definitely be potentially seeing AJ a lot of my friends would know that I'm in a long distance relationship so there's potential for me to see AJ which is really exciting oh I hope that comes to fruition that's really exciting that long distance relationships are awful and so heartbreaking sometimes so I hope that comes to fruition soon for you guys I'm just gonna be totally selfish here and say fuck you I'm going to lose my bubble buddy. I'll FaceTime you every day and send you cupcakes. <laughs> I'm not about that FaceTime life, but you can definitely send me some cupcakes. I'm here for that. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm taking notes. And lastly, Ella, how about you? What's been your glass half full and glass half empty moments of the week? Glass half empty would have to be um, missing my sister's gender reveal party yesterday, you know, not being able to be there in person. Um, Obviously, I was able to join via Zoom, which was just as good, but um, I missed a fair bit of the festivities and everything like that and couldn't see it a whole lot from the camera. So I didn't, I had to actually ask my sister when the confetti went off uh what color it was because i couldn't see what are they having they're having a boy so oh congrats yeah so leah and peter if you're listening congrats we're super happy for you that's gonna be one cute baby can i just say yeah you know that was a a low light that i missed out on that because i did move it uh originally six weeks ahead so that i could try and make it but we didn't expect to be in lockdown for this long but that's all right uh highlight for me would have to be the olympics i've been absolutely loving it and i think i'm not the only one i think it's been really getting me through so that's my highlight and I think collectively for us a big highlight of the week has probably been the reception of our very first episode as well yeah Uh, we all really loved reading through the feedback so please keep it coming you can follow us on Instagram at fight like a girl pod and continue to let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about or what you thought of any past episodes we really just can't believe how many of you are interested in in hearing what we have to say and have asked us to get the next episode out. So here we are. We've got listeners from, you know, all over the globe. It, it's crazy. Yeah, I was really shocked to see that. It's been super overwhelming. Thank you again, guys. Shout out to our French listeners. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk about, I think we all went into this weekend super apprehensive about these planned protests that were going to take place for a second weekend. So I know I was feeling really uh, apprehensive about that and just hoping that people would do the right thing. I think a lot of people finally took some common sense and after last weekend have decided potentially to stay home and that maybe this is not the smartest thing for three and a half thousand people to come together and protests in the street it's um it looks like the police have really ramped up their uh protection of it this weekend like we saw um from like 7 a.m they had a cbd exclusion zone set up they even went as far as uh you know banning ride shares from driving people into the cbd for about a six hour period so it was you know whatever they did it bloody worked because i was so happy to wake up this morning and hear that these protests did not eventuate. Did you guys notice that 
last weekend was super overwhelming. I just had a lot of people on my social media that I wasn't expecting to be the porters of the protest. Really? Oh. It was very overwhelming to see some of the posts that were coming through. And I did notice this weekend it's been very quiet. I would also probably not be dobbing somebody in. I'm going to be totally honest about that. So I, I didn't do anything like that, even though there were a few people on my social media that weren't doing in air quotes, you know, the right thing. So I don't know if it was a combination of them just being more conscious that there had been so many tip-offs to Crime Stoppers and they didn't want to get mixed up in that or mm. if it was because they just didn't actually do anything this weekend. But one thing that I do find really interesting about these protests is that I don't actually fully understand what the outcome being sought here is. And with most other protests, there's there's a pretty clear outcome that's being sought. And I'm thinking specifically here, you know, recently of the Black Lives Matter protests. And same for the, you know, marriage equality. Absolutely. It's not like, you know, Gladys is going to see three and a half thousand people marching the streets and go, oh, yeah, no, well, let's, yeah, call off, call off the lockdown. It's all, you know, call it off. Like, it's just, yeah, it's completely mm. futile in my opinion. And I think that's why I get so angry about it. And I'm not going to, you know, use this as a soapbox to sort of say, what's right or wrong, as Rav said, but um, you're absolutely right. What are you trying to achieve? All they really did was endanger more people's lives. So. Yeah, and and I'm not going to be one of those people that, you know, buys into the conspiracy here, but one thing I would really actually like the government to do a little bit better to help people understand why gatherings like this are not a good idea in the middle of a global pandemic. Give us some statistics around what actually happened after this protest. Was there transmission? You know what I mean? I, I, I'm actually just really curious. I'm not trying to buy into the conspiracy theory that this virus doesn't exist. I very much believe COVID is a thing, but I do want some more statistics. Other than the number of fines that they handed out, that's all I, I'm seeing all over the media at the moment is how many people were fined. We won't know the full effects of, of the transmission from that event until about two weeks. So we've still, the worst is sort of yet to come with that, unfortunately. So mm. we, we will find out. We will find out. But I agree there's been, there's been a lot of miscommunication around it as well. The media sort of contradicts itself. At one point, I think on Channel 9 last week, I saw them reporting on the fact that they're, had been no transmission from any of these previous protests, so the Black Lives Matter protests. And it was kind of, I feel like it was sending the wrong message. You know, the media is telling everyone to stay inside as they should. I just think it conflicts the message even more and people are already so confused. What do you think, B? I agree. I think that there's a lot of information out there. And for me, I've had to turn it off from a mental health perspective. Like yeah. you turn on the news and it's none of it is really positive. Yeah. And for me at the moment, that's one thing that I'm really big on is, you know, being grateful for every single day that you get. So my day when it comes to looking at how many COVID cases we have, I sort of turn it on at 11. I have a look at how many cases we have and I turn it off. Yeah. For me, I sort of got into that hole and I would, I would watch the whole thing. And I would just, after that, I'd be like, Poof. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's quite overwhelming all of the news out there. Cause that's, that's the only thing anyone is talking about at the moment. So after I hear how many COVID cases we have in New South Wales, what I usually do is switch to the Olympics and 
Is that something that you've been doing also, Raph? Yeah, absolutely. I actually haven't really been watching the news much as well as you you of all people would know, Bianca, because you always text me every day with the updates for the numbers. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that does happen almost every day. <laughs> every day. I wait for the text from Bianca. I don't listen. I don't wait for Dr. Carrie Chan. <laughs> Damn, there's pressure there now. Sheesh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's it's really nice to have, obviously, you know, things to distract us with. And Netflix is always there, but the Olympics has, has been a great distractor. But before we talk about the Olympics, I just want to make a comment about something that you said on last week's episode B. Yes, Rev. <laughs> she was looking at me. Yes, Rev. You made a comment last week about me not getting any doodle. I did comment about that and I did say the word doodle. I have had an influx of doodle proposals in my DMs since you made that comment. So I just Mm. want to throw it out there that as pedestrian TV put so eloquently, I will not be wasting my bubble buddy privileges on a dud route. So please stop. Oh, I, that makes me feel very special. That you're my bubble buddy. Yes. This is like a marriage, Rav. It is. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Bianca is my bubble buddy for now until she leaves me, but I don't think I'm going to open up the position after she leaves. Okay. <gasps> so only two weeks. I'll make it. As we were talking earlier in the episode about our very first bubble buddy date, we were actually watching the Olympics. And I don't know about you guys, but it has felt a little bit weird watching the Olympics this year because I don't think I've been as into it as I have been in the past. Most of the updates that I'm getting are actually through TikTok because <laughs> I just don't have the patience to sit there and watch. It just feels weird. I'm sorry. I know that sounds really dumb. I'm not saying TikTok is a credible source, but <laughs> I just can't bring myself to watch the Olympics because it feels so far removed from real life right now. You know, when you're sitting locked down at home, mm. you can't even go out to go have breakfast in a cafe. It just seems so crazy to, you know, watch a bunch of athletes come together mm. to play sport when, you know, in another country as well, when you can't even travel domestically at the moment. So true. Yeah. I don't want to take away from you know, the Olympics and the hard work that goes into coming together for the Olympics. So I did find out a few fun facts about the Olympics that I wanted to share with everybody just to lighten up the mood a little bit after all the lockdown protest chat. Did you guys know that all of the beds in the Olympic Village are made out of cardboard and the mattresses are made out of polyethylene? How wild is that? I did know. I did hear that little fact. Yeah. To stop them from getting down and dirty, right? Yeah. But like sustainability here we go all here for the sustainability but to your to your comment Ella about not getting down and dirty would that really stop you I mean it's just a bed there's other places you could if you're um mad enough for it there's lots of ways shower who needs a bed you know there's a floor like it's not going to stop you but yeah I I did think that was super interesting Uh, I wonder if um I wonder if it is you know stopping anyone if there's any Olympic athletes listening let (laughs) us know if you you got it in (laughs) (laughs) on a more serious note we did have 482 Aussie athletes that entered the Tokyo Olympics this year and I just want to give a shout out to all the women that have entered because Mm. we actually had more women than men enter I don't know if this has always been the case I probably should do better research for next time but for this this year's Olympics we actually had 259 women enter that's 53 percent of the um, entire cohort Mm. 
It's awesome. And the only sport where we had more men than women was cycling and rowing. That's awesome. Yeah. How good is that? I love hearing this sort of shit. This is awesome. And out of the 10 gold medals that we've already won, eight of those are from women. Yeah. 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 The gals. Yeah. The gals. That's awesome. So, yeah, like how have you guys been finding the Olympics? I know, Ella, you said it was one of your highlights, yeah. but tell me, what have you guys been watching? What's your favourite sport to watch? Well, um, it's interesting that you said that you haven't really been watching it because I think a lot of people have been, like in lockdown, it's all we've got basically, you know, it's all we've got. And so it's the spirit of it has just been like lifting people up a little bit. Like I've just been caught up in it all, if I if I can say that. I've just been like tearing up anytime, you know, another swimmer gets another gold and yes I don't know if you guys have noticed this but the athletes seem so much more emotional this year than they have been in the past they're Mm. breaking down at the finish line and you don't you don't sort of don't see that kind of emotion from a lot of these seasoned athletes and I just think it goes to show how tough the last 18 months have been for everyone around the world Mm mm-hmm Yeah, absolutely. It's quite moving seeing that because for, you know, a a good bunch of the athletes, they're training four years for nine, 10, 11 seconds of a moment. That's right. I I cry when I see people win the gold and and they're having, like they've realized that they have won. For me, that gives me goosebumps. It's phenomenal to see that. Totally. I feel the same. I'm glad I'm not the only one like crying <laughs> watching the Olympics. I know. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm with you with the tissues. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And another thing I really like, Rab, I don't know if you caught this last night. There's a new event, which is the mixed relays, two men and two women, which I absolutely love from each country. Mm-hmm. Apparently that was molded off the 2019 athletics world championships in Doha, uh, where they first did the sort of mixed relay team. And I saw that last night and I was like, this is awesome. So I think I've just been really enjoying it from a, as a female, you know, as you said, Rav, watching the women absolutely smash it and seeing a little bit more equality in sport Mm. and not this kind of gender segregation that we've come to know. Yeah, absolutely. I did see that actually. And that was really entertaining. I actually love watching the swimming. That's definitely one of my favorite sports to watch. And it also gets me thinking about just the concept of time. When Bianca was over the other day, actually, we were watching the 1500 meter swim. I think it was like eight minutes in and there was still quite a few laps to go. And I looked up the world record for the 1500 meter swim and the fastest time to swim the 1500 meter race is like 14 minutes and 31 seconds, something like Jesus that. Jesus Christ. And who holds that? It's this guy called Sun Yang from China Okay. in the 2012 London Olympics. So oh. yeah, no one's oh. been able to break it since. So that's the absolute fastest, right? That somebody would, wow. would swim 1500 meters. Yeah. It just really got me thinking about the concept of time and isn't it crazy that, you know, 14 minutes of laps in a pool would feel like such a long time. Exhausting. Yeah. Exhausting thinking about it. You know, you could spend 14 minutes outside walking, 14 minutes chatting to a friend, you know, in the interest of lockdown activities, 14 minutes if you're getting it on with your partner, 14 minutes probably isn't that long. In fact, you'd probably be disappointed if it lasted only 14 minutes. You could do a little bit better than that. Yeah, I would be. (laughs) That's so true, Rev. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Whenever I see them and it's like it just keeps going on and on and on and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Too much to even watch. I'm so tired. 
but... thought you were talking about something else for a second. Oh, sorry. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, that too, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to just how sport just puts a whole different spin on things. I'm thinking of planking. Could you imagine doing like a 14-minute plank? Bianca can probably do it. It sounds like hell for me. No, I, I tried to do a, a really long plank the other day. I got to four minutes, guys. That's I couldn't so do any more. And you were probably wearing that like weighted vest of yours that you put on <laughs> as well. She also skips with that thing too. She's just a lunatic. <laughs> You're insane. I think when anyway. I get to 50, my knees are going to be... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're getting a little bit off subject here. My favorite sport to watch in the Olympics is obviously basketball. Yes, uh, no surprises there. <laughs> loving watching that at the moment. If you're watching the women's, they're actually wearing the first kind of basketball uniform that they ever wore, which is like a tight suit. Oh. It looks like a swimming uniform. What's the point of that? Is that like to be more aerodynamic? They just wanted to bring it back. That's so- cool. Um, yeah, if you guys pop that into your Google search, it's pretty cool to see the uniform that they're wearing. I might put a photo of that up on our story so everyone yeah. can have a look. Yeah. yeah. How are the women doing? So the, the women are doing okay. They've had some tough competitors so far. I'm having to support Australia as New Zealand are not participating in the Olympic basketball, mainly due to costs associated with COVID-19 protocols, the international travel that they would have to do, but mainly related back to the cost. So yes, I am supporting Australia through this, but the, the women are having some close games. Fingers crossed we can get a win soon though. Can I just ask Bianca, with the New Zealand women basketball team they didn't get funding to come to the olympics i'm curious is the men's basketball team playing no also in the same position interesting i was about to get on my high horse i know absolutely yeah so the only time the new zealand team have been to the olympics was the 2000 games 2004 2008 so why is there such a struggle with getting the new zealand basketball teams to the olympics why do you think that is I think it is due to mainly what we're living through at the moment. And I think with limited funding, they're weighing up where they should invest money and Mm -hmm. where they shouldn't. And I think, yeah, the Olympics is obviously something that they didn't choose to, to do, you know, it's, it's obviously a big investment to put Mm. forward a team to these different events in the Olympics. wonder what they get paid to go to the Olympics. I was reading some stats into the WNBA and the NBA, the different Mm -hmm. salaries across the board. The most interesting fact. So let me give you some numbers here. So the average 2021 WNBA salary is 120 US dollars. 120,000, I'm assuming. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 120,000 US. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was $120. That's That would not shock me <laughs> with how little regard this sporting industry has for women in sport. But anyway, I digress. Sorry, continue. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. And so the NBA, the average salary for 2021 season for males is $10 million. Oh my oh God. God, you're kidding. The disparity is insane. Mm. That's disgusting. So basically these women would have to, I'm not saying $120,000 is living below the poverty line at all, but in most cases yeah. they have to almost have a day job to sustain them as well. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I just looked into what 2019 was for WNBA players, and that was um, almost 75K. I mean, it's something that I know the WNBA has been focusing on and, and trying to even out that that difference between men and women. Mm, that's a huge gap to have to try and even out, though. Yeah, it's very steep. And there's, you know, we're, we've started working on it, obviously, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Absolutely. And so what do you think the problem is? Is it that not enough people care about women's sport and that falls into the category of we don't have we're not we don't see enough women's sport broadcast on the networks and therefore there's no advertising and yeah. it's just a vicious cycle from there yeah I think when you talk about that there's a whole lot of different things in that basket you know it's the merchandising it's um, how easy you can purchase a men's jersey compared to a women's it's how mm. much tickets are to games it's the advertising for the ads mm. Sponsorship, uh, sponsorships, yeah, deals, all that kind of stuff. Can I just play devil's advocate here for a second? By no means am I saying that women shouldn't get paid the same as men. Absolutely not. Mm. But interesting comment that I heard from Ronda Rousey during a press conference around what her thoughts were about a gender pay gap because I think there was some conversation going on at the time around the pay gap between women AFL players and men AFL players and the journalist asked Rhonda what her thoughts were on that Mm. because this was you know obviously a current topic in Australia Uh at the time and her response was very interesting she at the at the time was the highest paid fighter in the UFC and Uh I'm so sorry for anyone who's a huge UFC or MMA fan and I'm butchering all my terms here but bear with me there's Uh a point here somewhere so she was the highest paid at the time and she you know, made it very clear that Dana White wasn't paying her the big bucks because she was a female. She she was getting paid the big bucks because she was bringing in the most amount of revenue for the UFC at the time. Is she getting paid more because she's bringing in more because they're giving her the marketing support that she needs or uh-huh. the sponsorships that she needs to really get her name out there? Uh-huh. And is that where we're lacking when it comes yes. to the pay Correct. gap? Yes. You know, where, 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 what do you think it is? You make a really good point. And I think that's where it, it falls on the broadcasters. I think how does someone get a profile if, you know, they're not, they're not getting a platform for people to see that. So I think it starts with the networks needing to Absolutely. broadcast these, these games. And look, we've definitely seen um, an improvement from the commercial networks, uh, you know, the last five years or so, but uh, it starts, it starts there. We need to actually see it to drive interest and mm. profiles are built from there. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking about basketball for us in Australia you can buy something called the NBA league pass and you can watch all of the games on there if you want to watch women's there's not actually a website that's WNBA league pass so we have to figure out where we're spending our money and you have to be willing to make a risk I'm not the biggest fan of Nike and if you know (laughs) where I work you will understand why (laughs) but 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 Nike they invested heavily 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 into um, the women's world cup this year and if you go on their website there's lots of different women athletes on there and I just asked real quick which sport women's world cup for soccer and yeah they're they're marketing like crazy obviously to build up their fan base and doing that takes 
there's a risk there's a certain amount element Mm. there of risk and it actually came through with a return so the u.s women's football team jersey is now the best-selling football jersey of all time and gender on nike.com wow Um, yeah the the u.s women's team has exceeded the u.s men's national team both in terms of total revenue and success but women still get paid less than half of their male peers' salaries. That's absolutely where I wouldn't agree with the gender pay gap. Now we're comparing apples with apples. One sport that I always have a bit of an internal conflict around a gender pay gap is tennis. I was about to mention that. Mm. I'm a huge tennis fan and anytime there's any sort of tennis championships on, I'm watching Mm. all the games. To me, it kind of makes sense from a tennis perspective because the women are on the court less. You know, they only have to win a maximum of three sets. Yes. Whereas the men are playing up to five sets. Their games are going for almost three hours. So if I think of, you know, me working X amount of hours, Mm. if I'm working less hours than my male counterpart, I'm going to be expecting to get paid less. Yes, absolutely. But I think we go back to how did that start? Like why do women only have to, why do they only usually play three and why do Mm. men usually play five? I think it's funny. We're coming full circle here because the UFC reference that I made is a classic example of there really isn't that much difference between men and women when it comes to stamina or no, absolutely not. We've got, you know, a UFC fighter that's female that's bringing in more money than her male counterparts. And, yep, you know, they're not saying don't punch her in the face. She's a girl. She's getting hit in the exact same places that the men are. And we bleed once every fucking month and we carry little babies inside like I know. Yeah. Ah. Like it's the least of our, yeah, we can take it. We can take it. Trust us. Give us more money, damn it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I guess that's how, you know, sports started. Like if you go back a long time ago, you know, in some countries, women weren't allowed to drive. There are still countries that don't allow women to drive. So yeah, very much still fighting for basic rights in a lot of areas. As we covered in the last episode, my background's Indian and Anytime I go to India, very rarely do I go anywhere on my own. My dad makes sure of that. Even when I've traveled there for work in the past, you know, my dad's constantly checking in on me to make sure I'm getting chauffeured from like one place Mm. to another. We have a long way to go. It's, I guess, comforting to know that the World Cup, for example, there's a bit of progress that's being made and hopefully... Mm. The rest of the sporting world catches up soon. Absolutely. I agree, Rev. And for our listeners, if you guys want to look into this further, someone that is currently in women's sport at the moment and is a really big advocate and trying to level out the playing field is Megan Rapino. She's in the US soccer team and someone really interesting to look into. Thanks so much for sharing that, B. And I think this has been a really good discussion, guys. We've covered off a lot of ground and hopefully there's been something that's resonated with our listeners this week. And please do pop in and let us know on our Instagram page at Fight Like a Girl Pod how you found the episode this week. Let us know if there's any other topics that you'd like us to cover off on. Uh, we are loving the feedback and loving the support. So please keep it coming and share around with all your friends who you think might be interested in hearing about some of the topics that we're covering off on. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. We will catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
Also, guys, we had 239 cases in New South Wales today. For fuck's sake. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 